After Dark, starring John and Danny. What's going on, guys? Uh, tonight, Danny wins a uh, sort of wins a tournament. Uh, the community balance data slate is real and it's spectacular. Uh, Sir Val gets excited about slap chopping his way to hobby glory. Are we going to see normal Val, creative director of the Frontline Gaming Network and beloved hobby personality? Or are we going to see gravelly voice Sir Val Skull, a loathed member of the FLGN team? We'll find out soon here. Um, we're going to have hot takes on cold takes and a bunch of memes that you cannot hear and wish you couldn't see. My name is John and it's pretty grim after dark. So uh, hold on tight. Yeah. <laughs> before we get going, uh, that's the wrong thing. So before we get going, let's introduce my co-host uh, as I move my notes around. Uh, my co-host today needs some introduction. We're fine. It's going to be fine. It's, it's a great show so far. He, uh, he's the terror of the top tables after his punishment of the Pacific Northwest this weekend and the man who Colin Sherman actively submarines to avoid out of sheer terror is Daddy McDevitt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to say this. That maybe is the most insulting fat man music I've ever heard as an introduction. So thanks. Fucking thanks, Val. <laughs> I'm just going to be coming out here. I'm coming out hot tonight. All right, I sorry. like I like that for, for every mean thing that happens, Tyler gets punished by having to bleep out daddy one more time. <laughs> You're like, damn it, it's all Val. his fault right yeah <laughs> um danny so much news from the last week or so uh what are you excited to talk about today dude there's so much going on man i, I don't know there's a bunch of stuff that's really cool uh i really it, like the announcement of that zinch army it seems pretty neat yeah um, another uh, army of renown yeah yeah so i dude i don't know i'm excited to talk about all kinds of stuff Hey, let's have, start with we something. We have a full I, docket tonight, John. We have a full docket as we have every night here. I want to talk about something before we get started, though. Uh, you had a GT experience that uh, promoted you in my notes above uh, Terror of the Mint Tables, Terror of the Top oh. Tables. And you actually won something at this event here, which um, our amazing producer can show us right now. <laughs> hey! Cow uh, Tipping 2022. Uh, best general, uh, the cease and desist is on its way from Adam Abramowitz. Uh, Danny, how was the event real quick? Oh, it was a good time. Um, it was at Line Guard Games in Hoquiam, Washington. Um, I drove a fair bit there uh, to get there. I had a great time. Um, yeah, five really great games. Uh, I did. I lost to Harlequins. <laughs> but you got to bring Tau to Tau tipping, right? I mean, that's like that yeah. feels like a prerequisite. So, yeah, I also... Every time, like I ask you, I really want you to be like, I had four really great games during this five game GT, and just say no more about it. <laughs> Danny, uh, let's waste no more time. Uh, let's introduce this week's guest, okay. uh, who is familiar to all and maybe to some. Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah. So we have FLG, like creative director Val. Hevelfinger or the servos? What do we have? I don't even know. Are we a cartoon today? Uh, I'm being told by my producer that they. Oh. What oh, do oh. we have right here? <laughs> Looks like it's old Serval Skull in the house. Oh, How no, are you? Gravelly voice, pal. 
Oh, yeah, oh, it's gravelly great. voice. What, do you think I'm going to show up as a cartoon and not use a stupid voice? Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Come on, guys. An adult might. <laughs> an adult. Yeah. An adult. Fresh off an adult. purchase of a sound effects pack. Uh, Val is here. <laughs> Sprucing right. up the show left, right, and center. Uh, guys, we're going to waste no more time. Uh, this week, we're starting with Adepticon Outrage. Actually, actually uh, John, if I, if I could just, oh, yeah, if I could sure. just uh, interrupt for just one second yeah. here. Just it's one so moment. so weird here. when you do it on screen and not just in our ear. Sure, <laughs> well, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to draw quick attention to um, Danny's new haircut. It's, uh, <laughs> I know last week we had some criticism, perhaps, of this, the leagues of Voltan. And and their uh, undercut maybe resembling perhaps certain elements from the 2010s, you know, like hipsters and stuff. They like that undercut look. Uh, tell me, uh, uh, Danny, how are the skinny jeans fitting? Uh, I, I'm not sure. They're they're in the garbage, Val. Um, uh, I will say, uh, when I did get this haircut, I I took that image in as an example of what I wanted. You know how normally you show them like a good picture of yourself. I was like, "Hey, these new squad models are coming out." Absolutely. And, sorry, League of Voltan models, John. I don't Thank want you to get upset. Thank with you. Me. Yeah, I definitely um, don't want to misrepresent the the leagues. Yeah, I don't want to dwarf shame. And like, so I, uh, uh, I I I brought that in there. She took a look at it. She said, "Can you have a real picture that I can use <laughs> instead of this model?" And so I had to show her a different picture, but ultimately I think she really captured it. She did a great job. Yeah. So, uh, and then just to jump in chat here, uh, beard AK. Hey, how's it going, buddy? It says Val, Seth would have been better. No, he wouldn't have. Let's just be honest. Wow. Uh, uh, I do also want to say, uh, before you respond to that there, Val, um, mm-hmm. that I think it's amazing that you chose to compare uh, Danny quite possibly. Uh, and I'm not a small gentleman myself, but the, one of the tallest people I've ever seen in real life. Um, to someone who I would assume is about half of his actual size. Hey, look, he's a tall guy, but he's got a short haircut. You know what I mean? <laughs> a tall guy, short hair. Cool. <laughs> oh, boy. Promo code Falcon. Paradoxes. Promo code Falcon, guys. <laughs> Danny's carpets match the drapes. That's 100% oh, and true. Then- and I think the the best burnout I've ever possibly seen. Uh, someone on um, Twitch just let us know what is this fine cast uh, saying? That's what your barber said to you, Danny, uh, saying that your hair was thin, breakable, and very annoying. Like a hey, shout out, dude. Why would you call me out like that? <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the theme of the show this week. Apparently, uh, we're Jeez, coming in yeah, hard no all kidding. over the place. We're just trying to make you yeah. uh, make Tyler uh, blur, beep out more words. Let's not. Yeah, um, let's, let's not. Let's not start. You know, too raw here. We got a lot of show to to record, and uh, I don't want to Danny, wear out my lower range doing this voice. Sure. Danny, and I have lots of opportunity for you to jump in and remind me that you winning best general is the closest I'll come to winning best general. Uh, so <laughs> we're, we're going to start this week uh, with a depth going outrage, and yes, it's still going on. Uh, as an an unnamed Age of Sigmar, Tio, shared his love of the hobby by kind of pooping on it a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, it was absolutely amazing to see so many friends at Adepticon and catch up, no regrets, even with COVID. Well, maybe there's one regret there. Well, um, I have a regret. I'll have a lot of takeaways from Adepticon. Notably, the painting standards seem to have fallen a bit. So this is a challenge to all to up their game. 
Uh, guys, hot take there. Uh, that's basically like, I had fun, I caught COVID, and your armies look shit. Uh, <laughs> you just know, to kind of kill your range, Val, what, what are your take on this? Well, I think I think it's a good uh, it's a good example of uh, adeptiquan adeptiquan uh, priorities uh, when uh, you know getting a, a communicable disease is lower on the list of priorities than criticizing people's paint jobs. I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that feels that feels right. That's on point. It's pretty fair, uh, Danny. What is the has anyone ever been like super crappy to you about your army uh, or about the quality of your yeah. army as a stable before? Kind of what happened there? Well, I, I told you to, to shut up and then to let me just <laughs> yeah. like, can we just play this game? Like you were it was round five, like you were losing six by 60 points and you just got real catty and I didn't appreciate it, John. Buddy, and the, the way people know this is a joke is because if there's a tournament, there's no way we're paired round five. Unless it's like a, if I even if it's a 30 round tournament, mathematically it's impossible after round one. Okay. Um, Val, what's the worst army you've seen deployed across the table from you, kind of quality wise? And this is going to go to everyone. We're just starting with value. Worst army quality wise? Yeah, Ooh. like from crappy conversions to bad paint jobs to random models appearing. Yeah, do you have a name of someone in particular? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the title of this episode is Name and Shame. I'm, I'm, you know, just the first thing that springs to mind. I don't know about you guys, but like back when I first started, third edition, um, all Wraith Lords were pewter. And so, like, invariably they would just reduce down to a single leg glued to the base because they would just completely <laughs> fall apart. So my my buddy had a wraith lord with some star cannons on it, and it would just ruin my day. And it was literally just a leg on a base. That sucked. It's cool. No one has a degree in soldering anymore. They kind of get those miniatures together. Um, what about you, Danny? Uh, you got to solder your metal miniatures together. Yeah, so you know, Danny's going to solder right on through that yeah, terrible gonna... metaphor. Jesus Christ! It's not a metaphor. Jeez. Anyway, listen, listen, English major. You, I don't know what. <laughs> All right, over to the lawyer. <laughs> I know whenever I see a really bad army, like the first thing I want to do is get on the internet and write a passive-aggressive <laughs> post about the entire event. Everybody is going to, this is the best way to receive feedback is uh, telling the, the the majority of the event that their armies look bad. I know I want to go to Adepticon to play AOS. This guy, he can judge my army anytime. I'm, uh... I know, I like it. I'm still I'm still at the place where I'm just happy people are there, you know, like just just to share the space. I've I've never really been into the. I'd be a hypocrite because I've long been a proponent of of bringing down hobby snobbery, despite now producing a show that is entirely about being hobby snobs, yeah. um, all the time. So you know, <clears throat> full circle and such. Circle of life. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say for me the worst I think, and Danny, you'll you'll know this is literal just transformer toys. Oh, um, yeah. paper cutout bases uh right when nights was it was that supposed to be a night or a riptide no it was a wraith night wasn't it uh i think they were riptides or wraith nights i don't remember what yeah it, but yeah, yeah but just yeah. transformer yeah. toys and cut out pieces of paper for bases i'd like Fun to times. i'd like to share uh something from the chat here because it i think it is uh, an exemplary uh example of uh mm -hmm. seventh edition hobby magic which is from nurgle matthew future guest of the show uh, Whether he wants to be or not. Play, played against pennies. On. Quote, played against pennies and nickels, standing in for splitting horrors. Cool. <laughs> other, th 
Other, that is the least enthusiastic I've ever heard him, and he still said it was cool. So that's nice. Oh, I mean, are well, they even on the right base sizes? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the era of the marshmallow uh, brimstones. I don't oh, know if you guys remember yeah. those. The Lucky Charm oh, brimstones. The uh, the top table uh, with with uh, with all the all the uh, Yanari with no turrets on any of the wave serpents and God. yeah, good times, good times. Mm. Anyway, John, stuff. why'd you host us out um, of this hole? No, I can't. I've been trying for nine months. Uh, what's the the final draft, guys? Uh, we've talked about the past couple of weeks. It continues to come up in our conversations here. Thank the final goodness. draft of Hellstorm Wargaming's balanced data slate was published by Mikey last week to the joyous sounds of IP infringement claims uh, due to making it look like the official balanced data slate, even though, you know, it says Community Edition right there. There's a, a watermark in the middle that says Community Edition as well. Right. Uh, in return, Mikey redid the document to make it look less official, uh, which looks like the hilarious Are You Happy Now overkill of a man who interacts with the community too much. Uh, guys, <laughs> ignoring our stance on community rule sets, because I think we've been pretty clear about where we stand from that. Um, are We're all do you see it. any of these changes as net positives for the game, Danny? Do you, I mean, did you have a chance to look through that data slate there that we set up? Well, no, I've seen it. Um, no, stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. Like, I, I I don't no, No, I'm just I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm not going to consider it like I, I want rules from an official source. Like, I don't want this pretend like we're going to play like some other edition. I don't some some different edition of the game. That's I, I, I don't want I don't want to play. Uh, I don't want to play Hellhammer. I don't want to play Hellhammer. Oh, man. Uh, copyright FLGN Hellhammer. Hellhammer. Um, <laughs> We'll license this out for a very decent rate. We know an average lawyer. It's a really um, good well, Jason Statham film not. from the early 20s. 2000s is what I meant. Shit. Anyway, look. <laughs> we're real old. Hey, Valia, I, what's your take on this? My take is I think we're being a little bit harsh on community comp. Let the people play how they wish. I mean, if they're, if if Mikey can get people to play Warhammer with him, much less with Ballyhood rules and community comp, I'm all for it. He's a good man. But then we have it doesn't compare to anything, Val. Like so, let's only... let let what what does it matter? I mean, he's he lives in a bubble of his own devising. He's in an echo chamber of his own voice. Let him let let him just rattle around in there with his with his community. Let him company. be the eye of a hellstorm, right? For war gaming. But in all seriousness, I mean, I if if it could get. I think the only issue is maybe maybe fracturing the community. We it's really interesting to me that we have fully embraced <laughs> fully embraced like the GT Dip big big papa GW and like it is the only thing that anyone does and like that's so far from where things were like two years ago. Um, where like even then there were still mission packs and, and, and tweaks being made. Now everyone's very reluctant to do anything, and I think it's resulting in a tremendous amount of community angst because it's not responsible enough. So I think whether or not it's community comp or maybe some layers that we could add, like say, if there's no FAQ out, you don't get to use the rules yet. That seems like a nice little stopgap. Oh, my God. Or or Daddy, or, how do you, or you don't how, how or, do you or don't here? publish or or you don't ever uh, nothing uh, published between balanced data slates is playable in large tournaments something like that I think would be good. 
Benny, how do you feel about that? About kind of like the idea, because this is something that's come up like quite a bit. I'm killing the idea. I'm of killing his power well, boner. I'm glad Harold, Harold of the Honest Wargamer is uh, over here giving us some ideas like <laughs> wait until the FAQ is out before a book becomes tournament. Legal. Who the f- who's Harold? <laughs> I, ne- never mind. Anyway, this so is uh, Sir, this is Sir Val, a legally distinct <laughs> character from the character of Val Heffelfinger, who you can see every uh, Tuesday morning on, on the Honest Wargamer or night. Right. Just so <laughs> everyone knows, Danny just undid a button on his shirt. He's getting hot under that collar. I am. <laughs> I'm I'm stripping down. I'm sweating bullets here. I'm so mad. Um, but really, like what 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 I want to say, Val, is just the point that you made about it fracturing the community is a real concern. Like we've actually we've gotten to a good place where we're where we're like all on the same page. Like you can com- compare events to each other, apples to apples. Sure. Like the things that are different now are what are the tables like? You know, like I are mean- they using pot or poop? Like and we, we are we are a pot podcast we know this show yeah. yeah hey look sure. but then we also have some here. things here danny where we had some tournaments this last weekend where we had two different tournament books what sorry what there was a there was a tournament held uh this last weekend where mm-hmm. both the old tournament codex was allowed and the new tournament codex was allowed and Fire. so like even though there's like that level of of kind of comp and we want to just be like yeah we're on the gt packet now like the community fractures itself in one way or the other, right? That's yeah, not, look, we're gonna not hate a each other. Commun- what? Come on, John. What a bad <laughs> argument. <laughs> Danny, I think you just you just wanna maintain that rock hard power boner all the way through this this edition. That's what that's what you wanna surf this wave. And maybe yeah. some of us are like, hey, uh surf's up, it's a bit too intense. We're gonna hang out, have a pina colada with Mikey. Okay. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> also, uh, w- welcome, welcome to the chat, uh, Peter the Falcon, who we killed in three seconds as he went from saying, "Ah, the best forty k show in the world" to John says, "Weekend so weird." Weekend, uh, so yeah, instantly killed him. That uptick, yeah. Um, as a helping hand, I did offer uh, to add this helpful watermark to the community rule set, so it was quite clear what it was, which was just this isn't real life. <laughs> Just add a big old black bar that says this isn't real life across it. Uh, that way we know uh, that guys, it's just it's just a little plastic space, man. Please don't take it so seriously. Um, remember wait, last wait, week? Wait, 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 wait. I oh, want okay. To address a con- this comment in the chat. Does Danny, you're real fired up. Pina coladas. Does does anybody not? Who doesn't drink pina coladas? I love pina coladas. I'm I'm very glad that this is something that Danny and I can really get back <laughs> on the same page about. Not only am I a fan of pina coladas perhaps walks in the rain, but I am also a fan of a piña colada in the most ridiculous glass. I think it is very important that you have some sort of a snifter or, or large bulbous thing. Uh, that's embarrassing, frankly. And, uh, and, you know, just maintain a lot of really strong eye contact with anyone who has a problem with it. Have you ever seen the ones in those really big, like ceramic Brown jugs that are completely ugly that look like a tiki head? I've definitely had them in those before. That's been awesome. Hey. But yeah, I agree. The amount of embarrassment that's proportional to the delicious is proportional to the deliciousness of the drink. One hundred. Like it just makes it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing more delicious than eating uh, or drinking a bunch of slushy alcohol out of a uh, hollow leg, as we've all done from time to time. Who doesn't uh, like a guys- boozy milkshake? Oh man. 
Who who doesn't? Uh, remember last week's sexy avatar. Well, now it's time to find out who's brave enough to bring us sexy League of Votan. Um, as we find out here again, this is just a picture of a meme which shows that the internet ruins everything by trying to sexualize dwarfs. Um, guys, miniatures are sexualized a lot. A uh, question for you both. Who mm. deserves to have a sexy version of their miniature? Starting with Danny. Oh, Nagash. Sexy Nagash. <laughs> yeah. He's he's already uh he's he's already got yeah, he's pretty bony as it is, you know. Oh yeah. Well I want to see one that's a little more boned up, if you know what I mean. Um yeah, I mean he's I mean how <laughs> much more apart from the chest and the butt. Yeah, I love him. How much more um I mean he has a literal boner. Like I mean can we we don't have to beat around the bush here. We can just say this. Nagash no has No, it's long gone. <laughs> Promo code Falcon. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know. Now I'm yeah. I am trying to uh I am trying to actually add to the to the um to the slideshow something here <clears throat> as we go, uh which oh, which I think oh. is here, an example. Me, we're just gonna say here real quick while while Val's doing that there, Danny. Um I think it's telling uh, that Val has done more to promote our stupid manscape thing than we ever have. Ever have. Um, yeah. And uh, it's super appreciated. It's super good. So I believe um, the, uh, the snowball question that uh, old, old John there had, had tossed up was, uh, you know, <laughs> is there something out there that could be sexified rule internet rule 26? Um, and I thought that this was a, 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 a Warhammer uh, race that was invulnerable to uh, titification. Uh, dead wrong. This uh, on screen right now is uh, a tyrannid with boobs. Um, a tyrannid. A tyrannid, if you will. Whoa. And uh, that's Whoa. been 3D printed. I mean, perhaps one of the most pervasive, uh, persuasive arguments to ban 3D printing um, <laughs> is is the ability to put boobs even on tyrannids. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then the the what the way they explained but, it was was also just pretty awful. But Val, the jokes there with Lichter and Tits just write themselves <laughs> like absolutely the easiest thing. Like it's it is a, some low hanging fruit. That is there. low. That is some low hanging fruit. It's it super works out as well because I read somewhere as well online this week that they like the fact that synaptive imperative can be shortened to simp uh, and refers to, to, to tyrannids. <laughs> so it works that they all start being quite chesty now. Um, yeah, three. Three double D printing. Uh, guys, uh, follow up to this one here. This is the last one and this one here. Who absolutely does not need to have a sexy version of themselves uh, as a miniature on the table? Like, Val who do you not want to see? No need. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Shadows, I don't know. A Necron Lord. There's so many things. Already about out all there. of them, John. Already out there. Yeah. 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 I mean, quite what frankly, about a servitor. There's not one that. Oh, you tell no, me there's not John, a sexy that's servitor? Real bad. There's that's like real 100 bad. sexy servitors, man. 100 P. That's the only one I can think of that shouldn't actually exist. Um, and thank you, the War Mistress. Any female characters ever. Yeah, that, that's pretty much the answer to that thing. Shut it down. Uh, you got it going. Uh, guys, this week I watched what I think might be my favorite painting tutorial ever uh, with Rob from the Honest Board Gamer uh, presenting his patented slap chop method. Of course, my favorite part of the miniature or the video is Rob calmly drinking a cup of tea or coffee. Thanks to all the time he saved. And for all our UK listeners, I really loved the fact that the video had a Neil Buchanan art attack style vocal calmness to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, more, 
more importantly than Rob's coffee drinking habits are the results. Uh, taking a black undercoated model from this uh, to this in literally no time throughout the video here. Uh, using nothing but two dry brushes and contrast paint. Uh, guys, did you see this method in action? Uh, Val, I, I know you did. Daddy, do you have a chance to check out that video there? No, I have not yet. I'm sorry. No, so, no it's, it's okay. <laughs> so it's like one random YouTube video in a sea of thousands. Val, why don't you take us through this here? Well, I'd just like to say to everyone at home that Danny applied the uh, correct amount of dejection there at having not watched the Slap Chop video. I'm a big fan of Slap Chop. Currently clipping along at about 23,000 views on his Wargamer, getting some love, which is lovely and nice. And also, uh, a biting satire of, of hobby videos. So I love that it actually teaches you something while being so very sarcastic about the art form that we, we, uh, we have out there known as the painting tutorial. Uh, also, slap chopping, uh, very good uh, method for those of us like myself who um, wish to get results without effort. So, Val, you, you've clipped a bunch of those clips. You've used the method yourself right now. Uh, did you have any sort of, like, aha moments when, like, you had Robin, like, hey, try it, try it, try it. You're like, yeah, maybe. I've always liked the idea of painting with washes. Um, I think what blew my mind about some of what Rob got going on here was that the results, I think, look fantastic. And, and the reasoning behind it is just, I think some quality dry brushing. Um, I do find his tutorial on how to dry brush incredibly patronizing and hilarious. Very much recommend it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think like the the key on this one is is how you actually approach the dry brush and then um, getting a nice even layer with with the Citadel contrast paints. He mixes water in. It's actually it is a technique. It's not. I have tried it. It's not like immediately the most amazing thing, uh, but I think it does get you a quality result with. With, with a reasonable amount of input. And for me, really, the thing that that's great for is that it just feels nice. You're making progress, like, almost immediately. Um, mm -hmm. And, like, your, your model just immediately looks pretty good. And I think it's sort of a better representation of what something like the contrast paints can do for you um, because the sort of, like, blast it with $30 primer and then slap it on, um, you know, with your pinky finger, I don't think, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice if that was how easy it was, but uh, it's it's not. It does take a little bit of technique, but you get really Sir, great results. My entire Black Templar army is sprayed with $30 primer and finger paint black over it there. I'll have you know it looks terrible. Um, Danny, what are some, like, you have obviously a hobby to a while. You have some really great looking armies. What are some hobby tips that you have that, like, people just are like, huh, okay, I wasn't sure about that one. Or, like, that's not going to, oh, it really works well. Like, what are some of your go-to hobby tips? Uh, well, I think uh, I think batch painting is really effective. Um, like, that's definitely one thing I do um, quite a lot of. So I paint one color on, like, 30 dudes all at the same time. Um, and then I kind of, I do a lot of, like, base coat, wash, highlight kind of stuff, and maybe another highlight on top of that. And that's, I don't know, that's pretty much it. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Watch tutorials online. There's people that are really good at painting online. You can get a lot of really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also you can like, watch Danny for the last 20 seconds, and you can also get amazing advice by watching this video. Mostly about haircuts, though. Uh, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, uh, this technique, I think, has been, obviously, it's existed even before contrast paints existed, like, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess, pre-shade and wash 
Vince Ventriella. What's how did anyone know know who I'm talking about? He's uh, today. Pardon? I saw an ad on Facebook for a painting class uh, by him. Oh, okay. Uh, he's got he's got a series of of videos that are actually literally um literally this this method so it's obviously it's stuff that's something that's been done but it hasn't been done in a again as bitingly a sarcastic manner as as rob has presented here uh it's fantastic i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch rob's right after we get done tonight yeah, yeah. No, you're you're honestly, it's the sarcasm that makes it it's, it's, it's fantastic in that it's like three minutes of information wrapped up in 12 minutes of sarcasm and it's my favorite thing oh, in the world perfect. ever uh, <laughs> uh what about you val like you're 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 chugging along through warhammer fantasy right now what are some of your like go-to hobby tips that you kind of do all the time uh honestly um uh, basically uh, i think that the number one tip i would have is uh you uh call someone um known as a commission painter and uh you give <laughs> them a bunch of money i love it and then if you can't have a good looking army then obviously you're just poor uh too poor um fair yeah G guys you gotta <laughs> love it when val goes cool. through the show notes and adds musical stings to his cutting replies yeah <laughs> and also i don't know what any of the buttons are so you're, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a really random selection of sound effects <laughs> a little crazy here um, um yeah amazing well, we're gonna move <laughs> on here Guys, Discourse Miniatures, a YouTube channel that I was made aware of uh, quite recently, continues their hot takes with their latest video titled Games Workshop Should Lose the Warhammer IP, uh, which seems uh, not only a little harsh, but also completely impossible to do. Um, guys, what's your take on the current state of the, kind of the Warhammer IP? Like, There's been a lot of people focusing on this as kind of like a, a dog whistle almost. Um, Danny, how is the Warhammer IP to you right now? Dog whistle. Hold on, I want to unpack that. Minute, yeah. What do you mean by how is this a dog whistle? Well, it's well because people are using the term like, oh, the Warhammer IP, the Warhammer IP. So like your 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 internet commentators are kind of talking about the value of the Warhammer IP and how GW is devaluing it. So whenever it's kind of mentioned, it's kind of pulling everyone out. Danny, you're looking crisly at me. I love that. Expand on that. What? Why though? <laughs> why, why, why? Why are they saying these things, John? I, I don't understand. Isn't there? I mean, their IP is incredibly valuable. Like, yeah, okay, it's. If oh, you thank God you got there in the end. Like a purely reflection of like, uh, of like stock price. Is the, is it is it going like is it gone down? Yeah, I don't even know where it's at right now. Actually, yeah, it has, but I don't I don't know if it has anything to do with any of this. Um, right. Man, if only we had Val Heffelfinger on and not Sir Val, who can tell us the economy yeah, of yeah, the Sir world. Sir Val doesn't know shit. He's a servitor. <laughs> I'm just, I look, guys, it's true. <laughs> and, and even when I'm not just a gravelly voiced hunk of burning servitor, uh, I also don't know what I'm talking about. So that's good. It's fine. It's uh, consistent. Um, I, w I would say, um, I don't know what the, this she's talking about here. Um, I don't know how, how they're going to lose the IP. Um, Perhaps, perhaps the misplaced USB stick. I could see that. I could see Games Workshop keeping the quote-unquote IP in one place, and then maybe like they have some sort of a system where they you check it in and out, and like someone like, like takes it home. Book. Yeah, like someone takes it home to get some work done, <laughs> and they leave it on the train. Like I could see that as a potential outcome. Uh, but well, maybe I don't that's think... what happened, and that's why squats disappeared for 25 Could years. Could be they just misplaced just... the IP. Someone the, 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 the British Rail. They just lost the IP. 
that that could very well be uh, the case. Um, <laughs> they got double decker. When I don't they know. say lose the IP, they don't mean like the the rights to it. They mean like literally, literally, physically it. misplace it. Yeah. Oh, I see. And they're not saying like that they. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, no, I think this this person is that they should do it or that they can do it or like what what's what's the title of this exactly? Games the Workshop. Position. Games Workshop should lose the oh. Warhammer IP, as in I think implying that, implying that it's taken away. It. That it's taken yeah. away from them. Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, right, okay, that, okay, that was my that, that was my thought too. Yeah. Like, now, Danny, I'm not a fancy lawyer. I'm not going to law school. Is it possible for a company to lose their own property because people are sad that their army's not good? I think this. Is... I mean, I think your rhetorical question, John, <laughs> uh, is just that. So, uh, yeah, you answered it perfectly yourself. You don't even. Need I do, dude. I'm so proud of you Thanks, that John. you're still Thanks in law school. Me on your on in, on your on your statement, I appreciate it. Dude, I'm so proud of you uh, that you're still only in law school, but you're still not answering a question, but making a very long <laughs> statement. <about that>. Um, <laughs> I think I think uh, uh, you know this 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 video stands in stark contrast to the uh, to the I would say. Witch Hunt launched on this very show last week to find the leakers, to identify the leakers and stop them from from robbing these two fine content producers from being able to produce unspoiled videos for YouTube. Please, please. And every ten thousand views we get is like half of a hot dog. It's <laughs> it's a more it's it's that many more shorn bushes out there yeah. in this world. Can you imagine like the tens of views that we're losing <laughs> because of this? It's ridiculous. That being said, getting back to the point, should Games Workshop lose the IP? I say back it up. You know, don't just just have it on one USB stick. Maybe print out a copy, or uh, you know, um, have a have a desktop somewhere that you got all the files backed up on. And you know, or or just only give a couple of the IPs out at a time, so that way you never lose it all, like you did with the squats. Very sad. And I think the discourse should lose her ability to post about this stupid shit on YouTube. <laughs> she, <laughs> she definitely, she she definitely does like ride that like indignance wave. I'm pretty sure this has everything to do right. with horse heresy. I think I watched a good five seconds of it. Um, but anyway, oh my god, yeah, how oh, are you okay. feeling? Um, oh, I'm fine, I've got incredible tolerance. <laughs> um, Danny, uh, just based off of uh, Serval's here assumptions that we're physically losing parts of the IP, is there, is there any parts of the IP that you wish were misplaced on a train? <laughs> oh, that would just go away forever, that would just go away forever. Oh man, uh. You know what? No. You know what? I love it. I love the bad stuff. The good stuff. No, I don't. Yeah. It's no, it's it's you gotta take the bad with the good, otherwise it's not you don't get the holistic like image of what uh what Warhammer is and all that is important. The humor, the stupid shit, the 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 really cool stuff, like all of that stuff belongs and none of it needs to go away. I think that they do I think they do a fantastic job for the most part with their intellectual property. I would Val, what needs to go away. Uh, what needs to go away is the uh, the um, uh, what's the word uh, shameless shilling happening on this program constantly. 
at the behest of your Games Workshop masters. <laughs> Dude, how did he find us out? What are they? It, it, it is part of the NDA that we beg for forgiveness daily. Uh, the, the gro- the, the you're wearing out the knees on your pants, gentlemen, with the groveling. Please, man. Oh, seriously. Peter, I absolutely have read all of the Dawn of War books. They're really bad. All right, there. Let's get rid of those. I'm good with that. Like, uh, we can keep the Dawn of War storyline, but the books need to go. I have have one. I have something I'd like to have undone. Yeah, for sure. Go. I think this to me bothers me in the same way that, like, everyone's related or, like, someone's son or, like, cousin in Star Wars. I think that, like, the inventors of stuff in 40K being just the name of the thing that was invented, like the fact that the Land Raider was invented by a guy named Land. Um, he didn't technically invent it, I don't think. Well, whatever. Found the STC. I don't give a shit. It's it's it. dumb. And, of course, in the, the most recent Dawn of War book, Jeremiah Primaris came to the view. Well, <laughs> 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 he also uh, invented the Land Speeder. Or yep, found the Land Speeder as well, yes. He's yeah. a... He's a pretty like remarkable he character. Actually, he doesn't invent anything. He just finds someone else's instructions. He's like, this is mine now. Like beforehand, it was probably like the 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 troop killer tank buster 7000. He's like, no, it's a land raider now. Maybe Arkin found it. the IP in like some <laughs> weird quantum <laughs> moment of meta-ness. So, he rediscovered oh the IP yeah. and brought it back. And now we play Landhammer. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I'm really happy that we have, you know, John Rhino, that he discovered that. (laughs) Eddie Predator. (laughs) I don't know about him. He may need to, we may want to erase that part of it. I don't don't know. That's just maybe a personal opinion. Oh, I do like the idea that, like, maybe GW lost its IP through USB sticks scattered through the warp by the Chaos Gods to be found in the future by people. With stupid names, and then you, that Jimmy Votan finds this USB stick. He's like, squats, <laughs> squats, no, the League of Votan now. <laughs> all right, let's move along. Yeah, oh, thanks, host Val. No problem. Perfect. Um, uh, so we're gonna continue on here as I find my place. It's now time, Daddy, for my favorite segment of the show, and we're even gonna have title card art for it soon. Uh, we're gonna look at our own comments and reviews. Hell yeah, heck yeah! Booyah! With the the most positive review. Should I should I get some some good like a good soundtrack for reading these reviews? I think I've got oh, a really should, good one. I've used it already in the show, but I think there's get I think the, I've got a good soundtrack. Get ready? some random noises as well. Cue it up. Cue it up. Ready, John? All right. In three, two, one. Love it. So here it's uh, our first one here. John and Danny, you are the worst of the worst. I came here for the CS Chaos Space Marine content review, and instead I saw at least 10 unfunny memes in the first 20 minutes. After that, it went off the rails and I couldn't follow what was being said at all. Detestable. Danny, what are your, what are your thoughts on that one there? All right. Am I good? Do I need to speak up over the music? <laughs> Don't make I me play it dream. again. <laughs> maybe when we play it back it'll be half the noise look nick uh, the only thing that's that the only thing that we have hurting over here is our hearts after reading that comment you know we oh wow we really put we really <laughs> put a, really lot into it, a lot into it he, over here and I'm, I'm sorry that it wasn't up to your 
your high standards. Uh, we'll we'll do better next time. I I, I no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. And I will say, it says here we had ten unfunny memes in twenty minutes. Wrong. We had twenty nine pictures that assets the entire show because Val complained about that. Sure did. And ten minutes in, uh, we would have used maybe six or seven of the max. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, uh, ten shitty memes in twenty minutes. That is that is two shitty memes. Um, uh, hold on. That's that's no, a that's great a shitty meme. Every, that's show. a shitty meme every two minutes. That is an unsustainable pace. Unsustainable. I mean, that's Half like wouldn't that be? Uh, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of shitty memes. That's all I'm saying, it's, Nick. Like, it's I mean, it's gonna be like the scene from like Pacific Rim, where like first it was one shitty meme every five minutes, and it was one shitty meme every four minutes. <laughs> Basically, I think I think what Nick is saying here is that we need to pick up the pace of the the shittiness of our memes. I think uh, I mean, really that's fantastic. Do. Harder and faster. Chimpopo uh, calling out the twenty three viewers on Twitch right now. I, I, grand total, by the way, guys. I don't know if you know this, but we are pushing yeah. pushing sixty viewers right now. We were at fifty six oh, until I said that and immediately dropped to fifty. Wow, guys, those six those wow. six embarrassed and shamed people should be feel good that they left. Uh, the fifty of you guys who come every week uh, should be ashamed that you're still here. It's fantastic. Um, so as a point, he quite rightly points out that the title really didn't match the content. Guys, what is the worst clickbait title you've actually clicked through on? Uh, starting with you, Val. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, I can't find the thing that I named this fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I was yeah. trying to this punt is, there. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't I have no, I have no, nothing to say. Basically any 99% of the things I watch on the internet are things I regret immediately clicking on and think to myself, how did I click on that? I am a, I am a some sucker, a sucker. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Danny, uh, what's the worst clickbait you've clicked through on? I don't know. Like, <laughs> Dave said it was really good. Like there was this uh, this this advertisement for some kind of like stepmom comic, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it just it just I don't know. It ended up it ended up real weird. Uh, it made me uncomfortable, so I uh, I left. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, and and for me, it's uh, when uh, Star FLGM producer Tricky Dick told me to watch this really funny video, uh, and it was oh wow, yeah, uh, probably yeah, so not. Let's, uh, Move on here. Uh, we got to remember the ideal viewer state for the show, which comes from PB here, uh, which says Chaos Space Marines in the current meta, five minutes of half baked wish listing back in my day, Chaos Space Marine content, 59 minutes of rambling jokes, rumors, and current events. Uh, five out of five stars would listen to again. There we go. That's yeah, that, yeah. that's an attaboy, PB. Thanks Nailed for that. that. that yeah, that, that is an attaboy. And, and also, again, I'd like to point out that there's been five likes on this this one comment, which is more likes than our show has ever gotten in the history of its, <laughs> of its more, more viewers than we usually get here as well. So that's really good. Um, we'll say we're going to go for this next one here again real quick. Uh, the, the PDX Raven let us know, first time watching, I'm confused, but I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Oh. Uh, which is, again, ideal viewership state. Thank you so much. That guy gets it. Yeah, thank you, Grumbling Dad. He really does get it. Uh, well, and then we have a review, a five-star review for the, the podcast here on mm. iTunes. It says, guys, I implore you, the loyal Grim After Dark listener, 
Oh, audience. Sorry, you missed out a thing there. Uh, to fill our iTunes page with five-star reviews that are just copy-paste of this text. Hmm. Um, I really appreciate that he verbatim uh, wrote down what I said when I said it. Yeah, I was going to say, now, the first-person plural there was a bit of a giveaway, I thought, maybe, to perhaps the, the, the ham-fisted hand of Danny or perhaps John. Uh, yep. Padding the old numbers. There's stuff in the ballot oh, box, as they say. Stuff in the. Thank I, you. I, I got to stuff that ballot box. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> run, run a land train on that ballot box. Perfect. Uh, uh, well, we really appreciate the kind words and, and bagging. Uh, what we actually t- asked you to type was this, uh, which is why is the show still on? The last episode spent the first 20 minutes with the host trying to outdo each other in obnoxiousness. I hate to leave a review like this, as I'm sure that they aren't very well paid. Uh, but seriously, <laughs> this show makes every other show in the network seem worse simply by being here. Wow. Uh, Val, I love that you laughed more at the part where you said that they weren't being very well paid. Well, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it's a funny <laughs> thing. laughing about that. Uh, it's a big joke to us, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you like? Re- come on. Come on. Really? Come on. <sighs> All right. And then. Finally, in, in our reviews here, one commentator didn't like our take on the Oscars slapgate scandal, uh, saying a public slap is nowhere near an acceptable consequence of telling one joke in the context of an award show roast. Please stick to Warhammer commentary. And you know what? You're absolutely right. So let's get back to the Warhammer commentary. We are so bad at five stars. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on, not reacting or explaining anything for an audio audience here. Uh, Daddy, it's time for your Seinfeld meme. Oh, oh no. Oh, all right. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's what three people have called an okay part of the show. Uh, <laughs> no, there hasn't been three people who said that. <laughs> so Danny, uh, take us through what's going on here. It's a popular format. One sec, I gotta take the chroma grid. key off of this. It also oh, has a no. green background. Hold on, we'll fix it. All right, it's be- it's better go, now. It's better now. <laughs> I can't find green pictures. No dark angel content. No, it's <laughs> it's all right. It doesn't have to happen. Go ahead, Danny. What's going on here? Yeah, uh, this is the same Kenny Rogers Roasters episode <laughs> that we used every episode. <laughs> Um, except for one, True. Um, Why is the light so not many of them could. Um, so it shows uh, Jerry entering Kramer's apartment, being blasted by green light. Uh huh. Which is it? The Necrons? Are, they is have a the... lot of green light. There's not even any on the miniature. <laughs> is there Necrons involved? Yeah, I don't know. That's what it seems like. Uh, maybe they stole the pictures from that. Anyway, it's the symbol of the leagues of Otan. Got and, it. Uh, Kramer says they're back, Jerry. The leagues have returned. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good meme slash not a very good, good meme. Um, I'm really excited. About, I'm, I'm going to find different versions of that same picture and I'm going to exp- make you explain the same <laughs> Kenny Rogers roast. Next time I'm going to give over, over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, this I, week, I look forward to you explaining that joke over and over and over again as yeah. well. It's perfect. This yeah, is going to be gonna real be, good. It's going to be some gonna be quality perfect. content. Everyone loves repeating the same bad joke week after week after week after oh, week. Just um, you. <laughs> um, this week, uh, it was the League of Volta, I guess. There's a lot of uh, people pre-hating on the squad's revival. Uh, where do you guys stand on this here? Uh, Val, are we excited to see the, the squaddy Voltans come in? Or do we think that we shouldn't maybe have... How dare they release a new model line before... Uh, uh, 
Chaos Space Marines and a wide variety of things that could probably use some help out there. Absolutely. Danny, are you just as mad that the, uh, we're making fun toys instead of your Hell fun no, toys? Hell no, dude. Give me more toys, baby. I need another army. How dare they release the Leagues of Voltan before re-releasing the 8th edition or Codex? How dare they? Oh, like replace the ninth one with the 8th one? Yeah, let's just go back in time, guys. Okay, cool. I wish I could turn back time. Yeah, YouTube like takedown. That. that was just like Tina Turner. No Holy doubt. Hell. No doubt. Uh, I'm a private dude, dancer, John. Land trains, John. Guys, I'm so excited for land trains that I pulled epic rules for land trains Woo! so we could discuss what a land train could be. Oh. Um, guys, an in, in epic land train is a super heavy, had two void shields um, or plus one void shield per car pulled after the engine. So you'd have on average six void shields. Uh, you had battle cars uh, with two up armor safe, so it's slightly better than the Lehman Russ. Um, you could have a Rad Bomb battle car, a Dragon battle car, a Berserker yeah. battle car, Pretty neat, a I Mortar guess. battle car. Wait. And I mean, these are all really incredibly represented on this model that you've pulled up as well. I mean, they it's are. as if it's, I mean, the, it really brings it those rules to life. Comes to life. Really comes to life, Danny. How can anyone hate the idea of a land train? It is literally the most perfect Dude, military vehicle. Look, I don't get it. It's the most dwarf thing ever. I, I mean, I love it. Look, did you see the battlements on top of the train? Like it was, they're like oh, their own little. Each is one is like a little fortress. Yeah, it's, you can sort of see those uneven ridges uh, that were uh, maybe carved in there with a key. Hey, look, <laughs> maybe it you is know what? a key. Epic wasn't it did not have the best miniatures. This was before a lot of their modern miniature tooling. Now that, Epic nowadays would be very nice. Now, Danny, are you upset about the fact that the land train is coming, but it's for these guys? Boom! Not at all. You know what, actually, Val? I looked at this picture and I thought it was one of the coolest 40k pictures of miniatures that I've seen in years. Wow. The the hyperbolicness of that statement, incredible. <laughs> I will incredible. say when I saw that picture today, um, I like I don't have time for any games aside from 40k. I'm making time for Ash Wastes based yeah, on man. the fact that I can do a mission where I assault train. Um, that just sounds awesome, Val. Uh, we've had sort of rules for Necromunda, kind of like fan brewed before uh, for vehicles. Uh, what is your Have take we? on the fact that vehicles are going to be, yeah, people like to like did their own life. Well, we know that my stance on fan rules and community comp and Necromunda is a scourge. They're ruining the game and that we should not have those things. It's bad. Are you excited for, for kind of these kind of vehicles though, where there might not be like offensive, but more mission based. Is it official? Yeah. I'm all for yeah, it. That... I'm all for it. If it was unofficial, would you not? Be uh, not in Necromunda. Not in Necromunda. No, sir. No, 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 no. There's a line in the sand that we do not cross, and that's fan-made rules for Necromunda. I'm However, glad you're finally on my uh, you're on my team here, Val. It yes, feels good. Yes, team team. Uh, Nec but I want to point out that these guys, um, a pretty cool model. I like that they're uh, finding another use for the Munitorum crates. Hell yeah. I don't know. I want to know the pitch deck of the guy who made the Munitorum crate and was like, "All right, so we're gonna." We're going to make these crates, see? And then everything that we make from there on is going to be able to fit with it, right? You're going to be able to tow it with a crane. It's going to fit perfectly with these scaffolds. And then we're going to put it on a truck. 
I just I wanted to be there like, hey Steve, can you design that new Imperial Knight? Have we sold eight million Muratonum containers yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> then I can't work on that new night yet. Yeah, and absolutely like, not. Damn it. I don't know what happened. If 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 like it's it's wild me. The only thing I want to mock about this um um wacky awesome thing is is the is the the throwback gunners with the extended arms with locked elbows mm. they kind of look like cobras cobra guys from gi joe's hanging out on yeah. there i do like to look like it looks like they can easily shoot each other as well oh very um, easily yes but yeah that's, more that's a rule john if you have a model in between them and they shoot at each other they're instantly dead i'm pretty sure that's that's part of Necromunda. that's probably that's probably like six pages in like a book you paid eighty dollars for it was like the, the, jokes the, on the you. rules for that interaction necromunda necromunda was the story of the month on black library it was four dollars for that book uh but it's a great looking model. What I'm more excited about is it looks like Gor- Gorka Morka might be making a comeback uh, via the test of whether Ash Waste does pretty well. And guys, I'm quitting all war games uh, apart from Gorka Morka if that comes back out again. That is like the pinnacle of gaming. That's an announcement. It is. Uh, Danny, back to the, the squatty land trains. How would you like kind of translate that to 40k like as a modern thing? It's it's a very uh, visual part of the the squat history. People are, are really looking forward to it. But how do you make a train work on a table? And especially the table as dense as we're seeing with kind of modern 40k. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you don't make it you make it wide but not too wide, like no more than 4 inches. Right. <laughs> Basically a perfect no, the, the train, a perfect width. The gauge then, uh, or the girth. <laughs> Yeah, don't make it too girthy. It's really important that it's able to snake around some of those tight bends. So, mm-hmm. like, and the key to it, I think, is going to be to, like, give it the ability to kind of uh, maybe change shape as the game goes on, like dropping cars and letting them, like, uh, you know, sitting them on an objective or something like that. That could be kind of cool. Um, but lots of guns, pretty real tough, uh, and uh, steamrolls its way through any any other model. That's I what would- I want to I personally would like to be able to um, really embody the the life of the Ash Road trucker and role play. <laughs> oh, just, God. just not anything particularly happening. Just driving across the ash wastes. I got to get back to my back to the wife. Got to make the drop and get back uh, before you know I get too much radiation exposure. You know, like something like that. Um, nothing else on the table. Just me. My Munitorum crate truck and the open road. Somewhere in Nottingham, there's a GW rules writer who's screaming in fury that the latest Warhammer Plus series, Ash Road Truckers, has been spoiled. Bodunk <laughs> <laughs> backwater show. Like, can't do it anymore. No one's going to care. Ash Road uh, Trucker. Any, go, kind of going back to the squad train again, it looks goofy. It looks like there's keys or chainswords on it. How do you modernize it for the grimdark aesthetic that we're looking at here? What do you want to see in the land train? Well, I mean, clearly the most important part of it being grimdark is skulls. Sure. So we're going to need some dwarf skulls all over that bad boy. Maybe some trophy skulls of like some orcs or something like that. Because I'm sure space dwarves hate orcs too. Um, yeah, I don't know. And uh, make sure that it's uh, it looks like it's kind of built like a fist or a you know, like a brick. So, mm-hmm. so like, this is like the model literally like from here up. Right. That, that's it right there. Just that, like that, John. And like turn, turn one to three, just goes all the way up the table. <laughs> you're, <laughs> so, nailing. you're nailing, nailing it. it. 
Uh, and guys, for those of you complaining that this was supposed to be the year of chaos, jokes on you. Uh, behold, Alan Perry's Chaos Squats from the early nineties. Oh, that's a nice. Uh, that's nice. Who who's who's to say that uh, there isn't chaos coming this year in the form of squats? And really, Danny, what's a bigger fu than chaos squats? Man, nothing. There's <laughs> nothing, John. I really like the guy with the claw in the corner. That's my favorite model. He's just kind of raising like a random claw hand, uh, like on the lower <laughs> on the lower. Oh, left yeah, the hand. lobster claw was quite a key part of the uh, the uh, the aesthetic in those days. Yeah, I feel like the guy on the bottom right with the sniper rifle is a pair with lobster claw guy, and the lobster claw holds the sniper rifle steady. Oh, that's maybe nice. that's good. So it's like a, a chaos squats uh, weapon, like and then. Jim Popo, were their arms? This is back in the glory days of Games Workshop, where all the bodies were metal and weighed enough to murder a man in a sock, and all of the arms were flimsy plastic with one position. Yep, it's a beautiful time. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> guys, let me uh, share some of my hobby pro hobby progress uh, with you guys in this fine video. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Yeah, so this ah. is just my trash can. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Uh, it's going very... This is perfect. And as you can see, Balakor is coming out of the hobby trash can and going into the to-do pile. Oh. Yeah, it's quite wonderful. It's good. Uh, guys, uh, Danny specifically here, uh, what made Balakor come out of the trash can of failure? Well, I think there's been, there was a leak on the internet a little bit ago of maybe God some... Damn leakers. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, uh, potentially combining with the new with the upcoming Chaos Knights Codex, where you can take uh, a Chaos Knight in with Bellicor. Mm -hmm. So the one thing that army was really lacking was any kind of like long range good firepower. If you want to take that with that list, I think there's definitely like kind of a summoning build that works pretty well. Um, but <clears throat> you uh, you can definitely add a knight to that army and make it real real hard to hurt. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how that goes. Probably yeah. Probably great for uh, for three months or so until uh, a balanced yeah. ASL comes and fixes it. <laughs> until yep. the quarter turns. Uh, guys, do you remember a time, starting with you here, Val, just to give Danny a small break from me, asking him all, all the hard questions right away. Um, do you remember a time that... A, that I, I mean, like, you could lob up a softball to me, too. I mean, I can handle it. No, nah, it doesn't seem fair. Uh, uh, do you remember uh, a time that a new rule made a trash model amazing? So just like a model that was uh, whiling away in the trash pile of history and new rules came out, they kind of instantly pulled it back to the forefront. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, the one that immediately springs to mind uh, would would be late 8th edition, New Space Marine Codex. Uh, and as I've talked this paragraph, I still haven't remembered the name of that gun, the mortar thing that everyone... Thunderfire Cannon. Thunderfire Cannon. One of the worst models and fine cast trans like uh adaptations that exist it was bad it was a bad model bad it should feel bad it looks bad it's awful and uh it was too bad that uh, so many people bought it uh now they now they don't need it anymore yeah absolutely danny what about you what is a model that you've pulled out of the trash can of obscurity uh, thanks to some great new rules oh uh i started like working on my wind riders again like, because they were pretty bad. So those are Eldar jet bikers. I'm aware of what a Windrider is, but, like, you think that's an ugly model? No, no, but, like... It's a Jess Goodwin model. sculpt, sir. 
Look, all of Jess Goodwin's sculpts are gems. Yes, obviously. Yeah, yeah clearly. Whew, glad we cleared that up. No one's disparaging Jess Goodwin. No, here. not on this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Wind Riders, of course, had that awful two and a half years of not being great. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a real shame, John. It has been. Uh, guys, last week on Signals from the Frontline, uh, Staff Judge and Serial Eye Roller Adam Solis dropped by to talk about some of the changes to the ITC. Uh, and our superstar producer dropped this amazing image. Uh, so we have Show Me Your Codex, a memoir, more accurate than Battleforge. Uh, Reese told me something different. I thought you were Salty John. Uh, backing off of this, here's a softball one for Val here. Go ahead, lob it up, much baby. Of his time. Uh, viewing competitive 40k mm-hmm. what are some of the worst judge calls yeah you've ever had against you against me i don't know that i've yeah. ever had I, the only time i've ever really argued a call i've kind of I, I feel bad about it to this day was actually a paint score judgment with uh <laughs> was it at adepticon oh. no it was at it was at the it, <laughs> it's a callback it was in the i would say the extended adepticon meta uh, at at something that just Immediately, uh, the name of the tournament immediately evokes the conditions of the bathrooms. It's called the Beef and Wing in Buffalo, New York. Um, <laughs> the Beef and Wing? The Beef and Wing. Um, oh. It's, uh, anyway, David Koska, hobby legend and passionate Adepticon attendee, um, said that my bases didn't match. And what he meant by, like, in the rubric matching bases, obviously was that the bases were exactly the same as the presentation board. I interpreted matching like one might pair a, I don't know, blue pair of pants with perhaps uh, a, a, a blue shirt, you know, maybe they, they aren't the same, but they match. And in America, uh, we call it a Canadian tuxedo. That's correct. <laughs> I didn't want to spell it out. But, I mean, it was a question of national pride. Um, style is eternal. And, uh, quite frankly, Casca, I thought uh, that my stuff was matchy-matchy. It was same-same but different. Um, and I felt, met the rubric, turns out that he perhaps was a little bit hurt by me raising my voice. And someone had to ask me to calm down. Well, I, I don't think, oh. I, I'm sure there's people in chat here who are going to disagree right away. I don't think I've ever heard you yell. So that's shocking. Oh, I uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I Danny, thought I was being funny, but uh, apparently no one watches sports, so they don't get the sort of like coming out of the dugout and kicking dirt motif I was going for. Um, they just thought I was a kicking at Costco with my feet. People, people just don't watch NASCAR anymore. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly what he was referencing there. Danny, what is uh, kind of one of the worst judge calls you've had against you? Now, Danny, you get real passionate during some close games. I do? Yeah. Okay. You do. So, okay, well, what's some of the, 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 the worst calls you've had against you, or at least one of them? All of them. I would uh, bet were bad calls oh, if they were against man. you. Yeah, I've got one. Um, uh, LVO 2018. Uh, I'm playing the Eldar. The book has just dropped. I bring it to this tournament. I'm doing real well. I'm going into round six. I'm four and one. I'm uh, I'm ready to go. I, I face off against another Eldar player, and uh, we both have Rangers. Now, the rules at this point in time in eighth edition uh, specified that you roll off, and the person who wins gets to put down their infiltrators first, like very clearly. 
And I was told after I had already placed my first unit of infiltrators that, uh, that no, that's not the way that rule works because I was placing my second. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm putting my guys here. I get to put both my units down because I won the roll. And so we called the judge over and who do I get but salty freaking John. And he, he saunters over to the table and I go, I go, he goes, oh yeah, no, you alternate. And I'm like, the rules very specifically say this. And he's like, I don't care what the rules say. I've been ruling it this way the entire tournament. Leave me alone. <laughs> and he walks off. Well, and I'm like, fair. okay. And that literally lost me the game in a lot of different ways. <laughs> to be fair, he's not called sugary, John. He, he tells oh. it like it is right there. Um, and then as chat saying here, that's why you should always message Reese's personal Facebook account to ask him dumb ruling questions. Because <laughs> there's nothing judges love more than you asking a question and telling you you're wrong and then holding a phone in your face, which just has a message from Reese saying, sure, whatever. Uh-huh. I miss the, 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 the simpler times where people would uh, get translated versions of, of rules from like Germany that had like a slightly different version of the rule. Like that was some good shit. I missed that. that Those was, were the days. That was when you when you're you know getting an edge meant something. You know, it meant that you actually had to go down to the library, find a German person, and get them to read you verbatim <laughs> what was written. And somehow the the the, the Deutschland version of the uh, Chaos Demons Codex. Yeah, that's when you're like, wait, go back five words ago. What did you say? Did you say can <laughs> or must? <laughs> was that holy? Within, Uh, it's back when cheating meant something, and we didn't just roll dice behind ruins or pretend that something had more wounds when it was. We did actual translation work. Um, Just, (sighs) I just want to let you know, John, that we are dipping below two shitty minutes. Sorry, uh, a shitty meme every every two minutes. We have to, we we got to move along. We've got to move along. Uh, The Horus Heresy Open Day is coming up, and some of the best content creators will be there. Uh, to share the excitement of new additions with the players, and everyone was joyous. Oh, and wait, no, not everyone was here. Um, someone said, uh, I'll be over here doing Get Started videos to grow the community like I did the last unsupported five years. I know that's passive-aggressive, but at the end of the day, unfortunately, that's the state of things, because the list of who is going is mostly people who couldn't give two tosses for the heresy oh or its wonderful community. At least get the Varengian or I have horse over there, people who were there the, the whole way, not some TikToker. You know, someone who was there when Horace slew the Emperor. Yeah. It's like, it's really hard. Danny, I want to hear your thoughts, because that's a real quizzical look on your face. I can see your thoughts right now. They're not nice. Bro. They're written plain as day on my face. The, uh, what is Describe it as you would a Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> You see, there's a restaurant called Kenny Roasters. (laughs) (laughs) Kenny Rogers Roasters. My mistake. Get it right, man. My bad. They serve chicken. Roasted chicken. Delicious roasted chicken. Anyway, so this this person just has like the worst case of FOMO I've ever seen. Like, oh, I I produced content for five years. I deserve, I deserve to be invited to this event. Get, get out of here. Games Workshop is trying to promote this event to the people with the most followers and the people with the most social influence. Like they want this to succeed. 
just because you did stuff doesn't mean you, you you don't you don't automatically get an invitation just because you did some things. And that's mm-hmm. why the Mob Rules podcast gets copies of content for review because you want that, that to be in in influencers' hands who are going right. to have the widest reach. The the best well, of the best, though. Absolutely well. right. So when do you get when do you guys leave for the UK? Oh, we well, can't tell you. It's NDA. Um, <laughs> we, actually, we actually had to turn this down. We, we oh, got invited. That's right. We were asked, and we were we said, well, you know, I've got finals. John's got his yeah. finals. Yeah, John, yeah, I feel you. Family. I've got in-laws coming. Like, we it's just true. don't have time. You got to get yeah. your team ready for Adepticon next year. I right. mean, there's a lot on the go. Holy cow. There is. Yeah. We got to love it. But I know, by the way, guys, by some TikToker, he's, of course, referring to Wes Hammer, uh, literally the biggest 40K <laughs> content creator on the platform. And while we sympathize with this guy <laughs> here at Game After Dark, TikToker, yeah. we can't quite put our finger on why Wes Hammer would be invited. I mean, he only has 735,000 followers. <laughs> His videos have only been viewed 26.4 million times. Actually, yeah, I have uh, no uh, idea. John, I got to interrupt you there. Yeah. Uh, they've been Look, liked 26.4 million times. They've probably been viewed many more times than that. Yeah, just bad people who didn't like them, like the 30k horse heresy community. Um, but yeah, I, of course they're gonna pick. Who are they gonna pick? Yeah, it's great that you did a great uh, get started video five years ago about seventh edition. Uh, but this guy is is actively getting eyes on the hobby at all times. Yeah. And it's clear uh, by the way GW is promoting this horse heresy is truly now a third main game uh, yeah, based on what they're doing. Guess what? We did the same thing. We promoted the heck out of uh, Kill Team when that came out. We did an excellent Kill Team how to play video. Yeah, we did. And, uh, and now they're just too polite to drop us. Day. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, if, if you guys actually a... want some Kill Team content, uh, um, you know, there's there's a good podcast on on the network that you can. Oh listen yeah, to. yeah, yeah. That is a really good podcast. Damn synergy. You know, Kill Zone, Kill Zone. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 their own standalone thing, but it's quite good. It's actually yeah. made by other hooked up uh, uh, GW shields, so it's fantastic. Perfect. We have much in common, uh, Danny. Do you TikTok? Do I TikTok? Yeah, I I have to be really selective. I can't just go on there. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I've got to be real selective about the topics that I I look at on TikTok. So I will not say really on Warhammer. Big Diddy Tyranids only hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you share this episode, use the hashtag Big Diddy Tyranids. Um, also slap chop. <laughs> yeah, also, also or Lictor Tits. It's a important hashtag tits. <laughs> you know, until you spelled it out just now, I actually didn't get it, so I appreciate yeah, you <laughs> doubling back. Doubling back. I told you it's the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> just, yeah. It, it's great. It truly is. It truly is. Uh, guys, uh, Henry Cavill is back in the Warhammer news with the loving and supportive... Oh, oh wait, everyone was a dick again. Um, he painted a custodian and shared it all happy. And he got the comment here of, Henry Cavill can't paint tiny toys confirmed. Doesn't stop y'all from simping him to death, though. So sad. Uh, from what I can only assume is someone who played uh, 30K. Uh, one person... One person didn't like his paint job, and now Henry Cavill has nothing to do but to cry into his millions of dollars, lucrative acting career, rugged good looks, and movie-accurate Superman costume. Uh, guys, it wasn't that bad. I mean, Danny, what was your take on this uh, custodian here? That's fine. Yeah, I'm going to go with this totally fine. I don't understand what this guy's fucking problem is. Sounds like a douche. Yep. Yeah. I think it's literally just 
I might not have millions of dollars of lucrative acting career or rugged good looks, but my custodian has two layers Don't of worry. highlights. We got KR Quinn white knighting immediately in chat. Uh, he's pointing out that it's a work in progress, guys. It's a whip. Hey, wait. All right, let's not jump to any conclusions. This is Brandon Roth's fake account, and he's posting this because he's mad about <laughs> Superman. <laughs> I just think that um, we should maybe leave people alone who are having fun with a hobby they enjoy. It's a crazy thought. Apart from when their hobby is complaining on the internet, then we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> one per. Uh, uh, yeah, moving along. Fine. Finally, tonight, uh, that twat monkey arch is back in the comments <laughs> of the internet. That's uh, uh, with. I, 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 on behalf of twat monkeys, I'd appreciate it if you didn't uh, conflate the two. Thank you. Mm, sorry, lower than that. Uh, with his rabid fan base letting us know, and, and guys, please realize that this is just a way for us to generate content for next week. Uh, letting us know in the comments uh, that uh, Arch has called for the Warhammer community to fight back against GW. He's already won one battle against GW, showing that if we stand together, we can win. Do you want for trees to continue? Do you want him to continue all his narratives? Then fight. Start sending emails. Respectful, not harassing, but firm. Demanding they back off their new IP roles and explaining how the animators, lore masters, and painting channels are needed to expand the fan base and how they are hurting the hobby rather than helping it. Fight, brothers. And this is very inclusive, by the way. And sisters That's nice of the awesome. Imperium. Um, or we shall lose our very souls to the idiotic evil that is GW. Uh, Danny, I just want your instant reactions on this here right now. Dude. <laughs> Your message sucks. Your call to action sucks. Like everything about this message is pretty terrible. Although I'm happy that you added sisters to the end of that. That was, I mean, uh, that is real growth. Yeah. That's some growth at least. Uh, did you know, do you know how much money Arch makes a month on Patreon? Like it's, it's how much? disgusting. It's like $1,700. So like this that's appeals to far more dollars than he deserves. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Like there is a there is a non like zero sum of people in this community that obviously support that kind of stuff, and I just God, they're just garbage people. I would Here's just a... I would just like to point out that that this guy, um, I, I'm I'm happy that he's an arch supporter because he sprung to action over something that happened eight months ago. Um, <laughs> so quick, they're very. Like, I mean, this guy is a he's got a can do attitude. He's really hopping to it. He didn't he didn't take it laying down. He probably took it sleeping. Uh, yeah. Probably, you know, watched Woke a bunch up. of stuff on Netflix. Um, took, a took a nap. Maybe had a snack or two. And then waited <laughs> another six months. Definitely not any Henry Cavill stuff. Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for both of you guys here, going back to this comment here, Arch has already won one battle against GW. I have no idea what this refers to, and I I do. I, I drag myself. It was a uh, rap battle the... in insufferable fake accents. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and then also, I enjoyed the the call to action to fight in a respectful, non harassing but firm way, uh, in which I can imagine them standing outside Warhammer World HQ when the employees go in and be like. No, lady space marines, and they're like, there isn't any. And they're like, we won, yay! Yay! It's terrible. Uh, don't don't be poison, guys. As we round out here uh, for the day, mm -hmm. uh, this is a hobby for everyone, and maybe don't have your hobby being a really shitty person. That's other people. Well, I mean, I will point out that it's it's um, 
No, I'll leave it at that. It's a hobby for everyone. That's good. That's good. We'll yeah. just leave her there. We'll let her, let her lie. Let her lie. We'll let her lie. Um, who would pick it? Uh, in the chat here, who would pick it? Warhammer Rob, World. Uh, hmm. uh, Rob Simes. Uh, he Rob does uh, yeah, quite frequently. True. He has done it. So to be uh, fair, though, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, though, in that instance, it is hilarious uh, because it's one person sarcastically holding a sign. That's true, but it's biting sarcasm. Than, Instead of five people uh, thinking they're making real change, British way. I mean, just imagine his wife. His 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 wife comes home. He's like, "How was your day?" I'm like, "Honey, I stopped them. They're not doing female primaris anymore. Were they going to do them anyway?" Like, I no, no, it's fine though. I still can't wait. I still can't wait for these new plastic kits to come out and be as tall as primaris space marines. And I just, (laughs) I just can't wait for them to be a good half head taller than every one of those fucking $25 resin Marines that these guys have or $2 and 50 cents from floor world. Um, and, uh, it's going to be fabulous. I mean, the, the, <laughs> the galaxy will burn as they say. It's going to be good. Danny, uh, and just as we're running up here, Val brought up a really good topic. What are you thinking about scale creep coming in Horus heresy? You think that's really kind of an issue there? Oh. Yeah, bring them in line so people can use the stuff between the systems. As much interplay as you can get between those two products, I think you should try and push for. But no sharing transports. Keep your goddamn Primaris out of my Rhino. Ricky um, Rhino didn't find that STC so that some huge-headed Primaris could roll around town. Was John, first of all, is John Rhino. John Rhino. I'm sorry. Ricky Rhino yeah. found something Ricky very Storm different. Raven. Ricky Storm Raven. Ricky Storm Raven is who it was. But, um, Edgar <laughs> Allen Storm Raven. God bless him. Uh, so where, where I think it's at with this here um, is 30K. We've talked about it. We've joked about it. Very snowflake uh, community. You want to be very special. We have a, a community where at least 30% of the player base has spent maybe a decade lovingly converting and changing their Marines to true scale marines oh my god and now uh we just have a kit comes out which is like i spent 10 years making these look at these and no one's going to notice anymore because it's just going to be in line with anyone else that's how it is (laughs) terrible uh val daddy what what else we want to talk about before we wrap it up i mean aside from being very uncomfortable with with you calling me daddy in any context whatsoever um what's coming up I, I said Danny, but from now on, I will only call you Daddy. Oh, you said uh, Danny. Woo! Well, that's awkward. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a Freudian no. slip there from nope. old Valley Pants. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's your new name now. Val Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be uh, guest lecturing on Arch Warhammer <laughs> later this month. Um, what's coming up? I don't know. We got all kinds of good stuff happening on the old FLGN. We got chapter tactics tomorrow with something. Signals from the front line. We'll figure out some things to talk to you about. And then after that, Thursday show is going to preview a bunch of events that are coming up. It's actually really good stuff. I hope you all enjoy it. Yeah. And if you guys want to know, this is like the low bar. Uh, everything gets better. Like Monday, we start here. It's a bit of a Christian. Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, we kind of go up from there. Uh, Danny, what, what have you got to, to finish this up with? What am I excited about for the next couple of weeks? What do you have to just talk about? Yeah, either what you're oh. excited about for the next couple of weeks, uh, what you're waiting to see. Man, there's so much stuff happening all you know all the time. Like I'm, I'm super excited. I ho- I can't wait for this week's preview of the Horse Heresy rules. Um, I can't wait to see uh, 
uh like the tyranid book in the wild and how it performs like because that's starting this upcoming weekend potentially for some events mm -hmm. um uh, and last so, weekend for others yeah that's true <laughs> that's fair um and yeah there's some exciting new army releases and stuff like that i can't wait to see like i can't wait to see i can't wait for chaos knights to get released like that's going to be really cool um yeah be i know still. and that new uh Octarius book or i know it's not Octarius. i think it's knockman knockman um, yeah it's going to be dope too yeah and then Daddy and I will be back next week, uh, hopefully with Evan from Sepulchre of Heroes. Sepulchre? Sepulchre. Sepulchre of Heroes, uh, where I know that we'll be tackling uh, the worst and best in the community and going over the data slate, which is going to come sometime this week. And thankfully, it wasn't today. And I didn't have to rewrite everything. As Fallon's playing us out, we will see you Monday. <laughs>